So um, does somebody want to tell me why you're wasting precious judicial resources about a case about a hot dog? The COVID lockdowns, a trying time. Parents barely hanging on, juggling demanding work from home arrangements while supporting restless kids through virtual school. Virtual school. Two words that implied some kind of transaction of teaching and learning. Though in our family, at least during that first year of shutdowns, this was certainly not the case. The days ran long, patience ran short. To pass the time, some folks got deep into sourdough starters and artisanal bread making. Artisanal, meaning fancy. Others purchased COVID puppies and Peloton bikes, or made viral TikTok recipes. Outdoor heaters, giant inflatable pools, trampolines, anything to pass the time and prevent doing a murder. And while we're on the topic of murder, the Zeltzer family found a different kind of way to pass the time by doing hard time. And though this is factually inaccurate, it is a clever segue. Because a crime of sorts had been committed when Maddie Zeltzer, age six, woke up one Saturday morning on March 6, 2021, and chose violence by refusing to eat her delicious homemade egg sandwich breakfast and ignoring her parents' warnings that she would be denied a delicious treat hot dog lunch if she did not eat said breakfast. So after numerous reminders and elapsed timers, the window of opportunity closed for Maddie, and true to her parents' word, she had not eaten her breakfast, and as such, she would be denied the anticipated treat hot dog lunch she so desired. Tears were shed, and tantrums were thrown. But when all felt hopeless for young Maddie... Who should emerge from behind their Captain Underpants book number nine, entitled Captain Underpants and the Terrifying Return of Tippy Tinkle Trousers, but her nine-year-old brother, Charlie. Garbed in his finest blazer and clip-on tie, he declared himself Maddie's legal counsel and demanded a trial. A Zeltzer versus Zeltzer Zoom trial, to be precise. Would Maddie get that delicious hot dog lunch after all? The fate of six-year-old Maddie was in nine-year-old brother Charlie's hands. Order in the court, the trial of Maddie versus her parents. Regarding hot dogs, case 24601 is now in session. Order. I'm Lisa Zeltzer, and this is Relatable. Would Maddie be denied a hot dog lunch for failing to eat her egg sandwich breakfast? A gluten-free whole grain sandwich with scrambled eggs, guacamole, and cheese, pressed panini style. Some might even call it an artisanal egg sandwich. Not if her brother Charlie had anything to do with it. Siblings, often on opposing sides, but united on this day against a common enemy, their parents. Maddie just wanted to eat a hot dog. Charlie just wanted to take down his parents. With the trial looming, the opposing sides frantically prepared their arguments and lined up their expert witnesses. Court clothing donned, 
double Windsor knots tied, shoes shined. It was 10.30 a.m., and court was now in session. The Honorable Judge Antinene emerged from her chambers in her judge's robes and white neckband, accompanied by seven-year-old bailiff Theo, in a stylish and sophisticated plaid print shirt and oversized necktie. Behind them, an authentic-looking virtual background of the San Jacinto County courtroom, which had been carefully curated by Judge Antinene herself, from the Information Superhighway. Because Judge Antinene isn't the only one who can navigate the information superhighway, I used my top-notch Googling skills to take a deeper dive into San Jacinto County, which, as it turns out, is located in Cold Spring, Texas. Texas. A state, I might add, that still practices corporal punishment. And according to Google, San Jacinto County boasts an impressive selection of attractions and experiences, such as the scenic drive to neighboring city Cut and Shoot. That's right, Cut and Shoot. And should you wish to have your taste buds tickled, not far from Cut and Shoot lies Vernon's Country Catfish. That's country with a K, which boasts an impressive 4.6 rating on Google, neither of which were willing to sponsor today's episode. But back to our story. So what do I have on my docket today? This is a case of hot dogs. Sorry, are the witnesses, are all the parties here? Can you please identify yourselves? My name is Tina. I am a registered dietitian and I am one of the witnesses. Oh, uh, well, well, we'll see about that, Tina. You're gonna have to be properly qualified. Properly qualified. Judge Antinene was turning out to be a real hard ass. It was clear that Judge Antinene ran a tight ship but as is common practice in San Jacinto County, Coldwater, Texas, court proceedings wouldn't officially begin until the ceremonial Canadian national anthem was sung by Sam, who also happened to be the daughter of expert witness and dietitian Tina. Oh, Canada, our home and And while Sam poured her soul into O Canada, each note carrying the weight of the nation's hopes, dreams, and struggles, the parties reflected on what really mattered most, our great country, and that justice be served in this courtroom here today. Wow, I have to say, in all my years of judging, I have never felt such emotion <laughs> as hearing that very beautiful rendition of O Canada. I want to thank Sam for gracing us with her voice this morning. The wheels of justice may turn a little kinder. Would Auntie Nene be a fair and impartial judge? Perhaps not, but a judge no less, but also not that either. But this wouldn't be any half-baked court under Bailiff Theo's watch. No, sir. And that meant that each and every witness and participant would commit to telling the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Do you promise to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? I do. Do you promise to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? 
Yes. You promise to tell the truth. You promise to tell the truth. You promise to tell the truth. Yes. So help me God. You promise to tell the truth. The whole truth. And why do we keep saying this first of all? Because everyone has its women. Oh, not. And nothing but the truth. I do. Do you promise to tell the truth? The whole truth. And nothing but the truth. I hate this job. So with formalities out of the way, it was time for the defense to present their opening arguments. Maddie's counsel shared his computer screen where he dazzled the group with a sophisticated PowerPoint presentation, complete with watermarked stock images of hot dogs and a title that commanded attention. Maddie's hot dog case. Should Maddie get a hot dog? Yup. The crowd fell into stunned silence. <laughs> It was becoming clear that Charlie would be the no-nonsense type of lawyer. Okay, so Maddie claims she was, um, she was upset because Mommy was upset, and it's completely possible. As it says over here, emotions can spread like a cold, and you can catch them too. It's true. Emotions are contagious. Researchers call this phenomenon emotional co- contagion, which one person's emotions transfer to another. It involves all types all types of emotions, from angry, sad, and, and fearful, to happy, enthusiastic, and joyful. The hot argument went on. Hot dogs are also a great source of vitamin B12, with just one hot dog providing 30% of the DV. I actually have no idea what that means. And on. And then, Maddie said that mommy said that there's a lot of sugar in hot dogs. So I looked up how much sugar there is in hot dogs. Apparently, zero grams. No sugar. Okay, next thing. And on. I did everything Maddie did. Think about it. I got up early. I watched TV. I'm still getting a hot dog. So it doesn't matter how healthy it is. And don't forget, all she did was not like her breakfast. And tell me, did she have a choice? No. You made her, you made her eat something. She's not getting a hot dog. Um, and now she, so now she's not getting a hot dog? It makes no sense. And on. But no, these are 10 things, 10 things she likes. Personally, that's my favorite food. Chicken nuggets, chicken nuggets, pasta, chicken soup, as long as it's still from below, pasta, vegetable soup, pulled pork, chicken wings, and hot dogs. He had the court right where he wanted them, eating hot dogs out of the palm of his hand. Maddie had been denied a hot dog on the premise that they were an unhealthy treat. But was Charlie's slide, aptly titled, Hot Dogs Have Nutrients, correct? Were hot dogs actually part of a well-balanced diet? Rich in vitamin B12 and low in sugar, as the defense claimed? This was a question that only a properly qualified dietitian could answer. And after the necessary credentialing documents hanging on the wall behind her were closely inspected, Tina was invited to present her expert testimony. Properly qualified Tina masterfully presented her take on the merits of Charlie's hot dog have nutrients argument, and the crowd hung on to her every word. Before I begin, I do want to say that every food that's out there um, is part of a, di- a healthy diet. So I'm not saying that hot dogs are bad, but I think the um, idea that um, the Bloom family had was to ensure that they would be providing... Tina submitted that hot dogs family. were not the vilified food Maddie's parents made them out to be. But as processed meats taken from anonymous cow parts and pumped full of ingredients like sodium nitrates, they weren't the bee's knees when it came to nutrition either. Corn syrup, solids, sodium phosphate, sodium something, dextrose. Something dextrose. Sure sounds like something a properly qualified dietitian would say. So, in Tina's expert opinion, were hot dogs a treat? 
I mean, did they even qualify as food? Again, as I can speak in regards to the, the hot dogs, it's, it's definitely what we call a treat. Definitely a treat. But properly qualified Tina had more to say on the matter. She went on to caution that because Maddie didn't eat her breakfast, by lunch she could grow so hungry that she would be at risk of eating more than one hot dog. The potential health implications were alarming. Anything from swollen fingers to pesky tummy troubles. This would certainly be a game of Russian roulette. Charlie, Maddie's counsel, was not buying it. He had done his homework and knew that Maddie's parents would never under any circumstances, allow Maddie to slide from one hot dog into two hot dog territory. That would be unimaginable. Maddie's parents were next to testify. They argued that if they neglected to follow through on their articulated consequence, Maddie would learn that she can violate rules with abandon. Uh, I consulted an expert, um, Google, actually. uh, I believe that uh, in the expert opinion is that, quote, If you don't follow through on consequences, they learn their behaviors have no limits and the world bends to their whims, end quote. Um, What I'd like to say is that should we not follow through on this consequence, it could be absolute chaos in our household and there are long-term health implications to living within a chaotic household. Would chaos ensue? It was a tad unorthodox, but in the throes of passion, Maddie's legal counsel turned to Maddie to hear it straight from the horse's mouth. Did this argument hold any weight? Would Maddie believe she could live life without consequences if her parents reneged on their word and permitted her to eat the hot dog lunch in question? Maddie, who had been silently yet attentively watching the scales of justice unfold, had this to say. Maddie, would you ever do that? Do what? Um, if mommy and daddy let you eat a hot dog today, would you think that no matter what happens, then you'd always then you'd always get what you want? I don't know, maybe. Okay, I'll take that as a no. I'll take that as a no. Something a properly qualified professional would say. Approximately 25 minutes into the proceedings, things were getting a tad out of hand. Bailiffs and O Canada singers began weighing in on the merits of the arguments. Maddie's legal counsel spilled the beans on his parents' secret gluten-free whole grain sandwich with scrambled eggs, guacamole, and cheese recipe. Hard-ass Judge Antinene was losing control of the room. I think that taking a big spoon first and taking a big and just opening, uh, what's it called, avocado and mashing it up to make guacamole isn't very hard. I think that taking cheese out of a bag and sprinkling it on something isn't very hard. I think that putting um, a wrap inside the inside the microwave isn't very hard. And finally, I can make scrambled eggs myself. There was only one witness left to be called upon, and order was restored. Bubby Bloom, Maddie's grandmother, who also happened to be Judge Auntie Nene's mother, was called to the stand by the defense as a parenting expert. But first she would have to demonstrate that she was a properly qualified parenting expert. Um, uh, so how many years would you say you've been uh, a parent? Um, I'd say for well... Objection! Objection! <laughs> <laughs> 
I just I'm sorry, there are, there are some aspects of this judge's personal life that are beyond the purview of the public. Okay, I'll, let's just I'll, say many years. Good enough for Judge Antinene. But in a surprising turn of events and in record time, the prosecution made what can only be described as hot dog meat out of so-called parenting expert Bubby Bloom. Bubby Bloom was asked to respond to evidence that she herself had once fed Maddie a lunch of Triscuit crackers, goldfish crackers, and cookies. Now, I'm not a properly qualified professional per se, but even I know that Triscuit crackers, goldfish crackers, and cookies did not a lunch make. It was also submitted to the court that Bubby Bloom had once substituted ketchup, a table condiment with a sweet and sour flavor, for pizza sauce on a homemade cheese pizza. An audible gasp filled the courtroom, and Bubby Bloom shifted uncomfortably in her seat and yelled, Objection! Objection! Judge Auntie Nene brought order back to the court. Okay, I think we're getting a little off track here. Commanding control of her courtroom, Judge Auntie Nene made one final request of the court. Submissions for potential outcomes she should consider before making her final ruling. Charlie, Maddie's legal counsel, suggested that in lieu of withholding the hot dog lunch, perhaps TV could be withheld. He argued that this would be an even stronger consequence for Maddie. His reasons were sound. Maddie loved watching TV. The ritual of watching, the snacks that accompanied the watching. He went on to explain that withholding TV would also do the family at large a favor, as TV appeared to have a negative impact on Maddie's mood. Usually, um, when we're watching TV, we have snacks, and then and then she also like gets a bit more rumpy gay. With the lunch hour looming and a certain judge growing a bit rumpy gay herself, it was time for Judge Auntie Nene to retire to her chambers to deliberate. A palpable nervous energy filled the room. It was impossible to predict which way this verdict would fall. The range of outcomes were vast. Would Maddie get a hot dog free and clear? Or would there be no hot dog under any circumstances? Could there even be a total hot dog ban for life? And what would sentencing look like? Would Maddie be sentenced to community service? Or worse yet, would she have to serve time? And would that be in San Jacinto County? After what felt like an eternity, a poker-faced Judge Antinene returned to deliver her judgment. All right. Um, I just want to start by thanking each and every witness um, and counsel and um, bubbies who attended this hearing. I found the evidence compelling. This is certainly one of the most troubling and difficult decisions I've had to make in my career so far. Um, and I don't take this decision lightly. Um, I'll cut to the chase. I have decided that Maddie is entitled to a hot dog, but there are conditions Conditions attached to it is it is not a free and clear hot dog. Maddie, you don't get a free and clear hot dog. You need your parents get to select for you to eat a number of healthy items with lunch in advance of your hot dog. So they're going to choose some healthy items, maybe some vegetables. Uh, you know, I'm going to leave that up to their discretion, a reasonable amount. And 
you get to eat the hot dog subject to eating a healthy um, hors d'oeuvre, we'll call it. So that is my decision. It is final. There is no appeal. Um, I appreciate everyone from coming and um, I hope you enjoy your hot dog subject to those conditions, everyone. Maddie, I hope you feel you got justice today. This was a really a, a trial to remember. Thank you, everyone. Six-year-old Maddie stood a little taller that day, knowing justice had been served. At noon, she would joyfully eat her hot dog, following her consumption of a healthy hors d'oeuvre. She and Charlie would regard each other with mutual respect, knowing they had worked together to stand up for what was right. And both would sleep a little deeper that night, knowing justice had prevailed. Maddie, rendered virtually speechless following a successful day in court, had only this to say about the favorable verdict. Um, I don't know. So sure, COVID times were difficult times, but what they did offer was a temporary pause on the busyness of normal life. Those early mornings schlepping to hockey and swimming and dance lessons. They allowed a group of people with nothing better to do to gather on a Saturday morning and play out 43 minutes of material podcasters like me only dream about. And what's more, they created memories for children that would last a lifetime. Do you remember if things were fair at the end of the trial? Did you get what you wanted? I don't remember clearly. I don't remember. Maybe yes or maybe no. It's either one of those. Not the, not the, not the maybe. Well, it is the maybe, but yeah. This episode of Relatable was produced by me, Lisa Zeltzer. Production help from Mitch Zeltzer and Charlie Zeltzer. Charlie Zeltzer mixed the episode and wrote the original music and theme song. Special thanks goes out to Charlie, Maddie, and Mitch Seltzer, Theo, Nadine, and Bubby Annette Bloom, Tina Seagobin, and Sam for making a heavy time a little lighter. Um, Maddie is not picky. I completely wrote that wrong. Um, Mommy and Daddy, I know you're thinking Maddie's picky, but no, these are 10 things, 10 things she likes. Chocolate, personally, that's my favorite food. Chicken nuggets. Pasta, pasta, chicken soup, as long as it's not from Bubby Lil, Cassidy Fagioli, vegetable soup, pulled pork, chicken wings, faux, and hot dogs! <laughs> Which she doesn't like. Yucky and, um, nothing else. Apologies, Your Honor. Uh, I may have lost uh, part of that. It was a Zoom, but oh, yeah, totally it was not a listening it problem. It's certainly not an attention deficit. Hear ye, hear ye. Quarters in season session. Oh, not.